Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Audio Podcast. Welcome to episode number two. I am your host, Tuttle. I'd like to thank everybody that actually tuned in, downloaded my podcast that I did yesterday. I wasn't for sure exactly how the first one was going to go in this podcast. It's going to be a growing, living thing. And any of the suggestions you have for me to better this podcast, email me, Tuttle. T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I'm open to any any suggestions. I know that the audio might not be as great as you would like it. I'm not happy with it. But I'm also asking people if they would like to donate to the cause. I do have some sponsors that are coming on board. I have a meeting with one tomorrow. And I should be able to announce it on my next podcast. It's a local business. But I'm wanting to keep all my content free. But I'm pitting my PayPal link up there. You can go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. You can donate whatever you want to. You can donate a dollar, five dollars. I don't give a damn. Any amount of money you give me is going to be reinvested back into the podcast, my YouTube stuff, all my stuff for social media to improve the content that I'm giving you every single day. If you have a second, please go to any of your social media. You can find me very easily. All you have to do is search Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And that's on Twitter, twitter.com slash Tuttle, Instagram.com slash Tuttle, Facebook.com slash Tuttle, Instagram.com slash Tuttle, and YouTube.com slash Tuttle. And don't forget all your one-stop shopping. You can find me everywhere. If you don't want to go to any of those links on my social media, go to Tuttle.net, T-U-D-D-L-E.net, or TuttleTV.com. Those sites will take you to all of my stuff. It's like a jumping-off page. It'll take you directly to any of my social media, my podcast, YouTube, everything. So if you've been watching a lot of my YouTube videos, you know that I recently got back to dating and meeting new people. Uh, I've got on some online dating, preferably uh, Tinder is the dating site that I've been using. And a lot of people are like, well, where are you getting into this? Well, I, for a lot of years, I'd say at least eight or nine years, I've been on a lot of psychotropic drugs. And I did not realize exactly what they were doing to me. Uh, Since I had been on Bubba's show for the past three or four years, I just thought I was concentrating on work a lot. And and that's why I was not wanting to get involved or meet a woman. And yes, I've been with one or two girls in, in that time, but I just really had no interest in dating or even hooking up. And then, you know, after I got out of the mental institution and, and decided to get off of all these psychotropic drugs, only then did I realize exactly what those drugs were doing to me. Uh, you know, I all of a sudden, after a couple of weeks of me not being on them, I had this sudden urge of masturbation all the time. Like, seriously, I mean, it got maybe to four or five times a day where I was just jacking off as much as I could. And then I, I finally realized that it was because of this goddamn medicine that I was on. The Respiridol, the Zoloft, everything. So, and it also doesn't help. I mean, it also helps that I'm not drinking anymore because that kills a lot of your sexual drive. And so I decided to get on a lot of these dating sites and, and Tinder. And I've I've met some pretty interesting women so far. Some some ones that I've had dates with and, and ones that I've actually hit off with pretty well. But the first girl, 
that I ended up speaking with. We talked for a couple of days. And the one thing I've noticed about a lot of the women that I'm meeting now, because I, I just turned 40 and a lot of the women women in my age group and, and people that are swiping right on me and that are interested all have kids, multiple kids, which I have no problem at all with kids. Like that's not a problem. I, and, and I know that the kids are the number one priority. They, they're always going to put the kids over you when it comes to the dating. But so I'm not that jealous type. And so I've met a lot of them with kids and this first girl that I was actually talking to ended up having identical triplets and they were like, I don't know. I, I, I would, I'm not going to say what age they are because I don't want to give any hints of who this person is, but she had triplets and I had no problem. We talked a lot. And then all of a sudden, after a couple of times, I'm being completely honest with everybody because most of my life history is documented on the internet, on YouTube, on social media, on Bubba Raw, any of those sites. So I'm being very open and upfront because I don't want to waste any time when it comes to these women that aren't going to end up panning out. So usually about the third or fourth phone call and talking to them, I'm letting them know that I recently had spent time in a mental mental institution for what I did. And I, I explained to them that I'm not violent. I don't have a violent, violent past or a history of violence or anything like that. So I just was dealing with depression at the time. And the first girl that I told that to, she wasn't mad. She wasn't freaked out. But she did tell me that there was probably no chance that we would be more than just friends because she was worried about, you know, her kids and what her ex, who is still trying to fight her on custody. So... She didn't want to take a chance in ruining that. So that was the end of the first girl that I met. Now, moving on to the second woman that I ended up meeting, I kind of lucked up on this one because she is pretty amazing, has a wonderful job. She is in charge of a trauma center as a nurse. So you can just imagine the amount of bank that she's pulling down. So that's not something that I have to worry about uh, of another woman or somebody relying on me or, you know, is looking for a sugar daddy to take care of them. This woman is like, I'm not even in her same class, but for some reason she was interested in me. I got a phone call with her and she was actually, I mean, I'm not saying she moved fast, but we had connected on Tinder in a couple of hours. She was getting off of work and she was like gung ho. Hey, let's, let's exchange numbers because most of the girls and or women that I've met on Tinder at least want to talk to you for a couple of days on their messenger site, on their, on their app before changing or exchanging numbers. And with this one, she was like, Hey, I just got off of work. I want to talk to you on the phone. What's your number? I'll call you immediately. So I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. She, you know, we can skip all the courting and stuff like that and just get right to, you know, talking on the phone and setting up the first date. Well, we ended up talking for a couple of days because she's really, really busy and, and nurses work a lot of long hours. Yes, they get a couple of days off, but they work probably 12, 13 hours a day. So we eventually ended up setting a date. We went to, where did we go? Oh, we went to the alehouse. We, we wanted to go to something 
laid back, casual, and just hang out, talk, learn about each other. And we did. And so she gets there. She was running a little bit late because she had uh, an issue at the at the emergency emergency room in the hospital. So that was fine. I was starting to think maybe I was like, well, you know, we did talk real quick. Maybe maybe this was like a big setup or, you know, hey, we're going to punk this guy. But no, she ended up showing up and we sat there and talked for, I don't know, I would say two and a half, three hours almost. And what I did like about her, this woman absolutely loves her steak. And she eats it the right way because I've seen a lot of people, if you burn a steak or get a steak well done, you maybe might not be the person for me. So she got it medium to a little bit pink and ate every goddamn bit of it. Loved it. Loved every bit of it. And that's the type of woman that, you know, you could see yourself being interested in. But the conversation was great. We talked a lot. I walked her out to her car. I did not go for the goodnight kiss right away but i i think she did though i i i think she wanted me to but you got to understand i'm 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 just getting back into this right now and you know i'm i'm looking at the facts that women have it a little bit tougher when it comes to men on online dating because you know women have to look out for weird guys creepy guys rapists murderers just all types of stuff and yeah men have to worry about that a little bit but it's it's less severe than it is on the woman's side so i did not go in for the kiss right away and then a couple of days later she was off another day wanted to hang out and we hung out and we went to the ocean deck right on the beach. It was great. We had a great meal and she she paid for the second meal, which was really, really cool because, you know, I paid for the first meal and I will admit she tried to pay for the fir- first meal and I would not let her. I ended up paying for the first meal at the alehouse, but she ended up paying for the second meal, which I was okay with. And then I ended up driving her home and I did go for the goodnight kiss and I did get it, but I was thrown off. I was not as smooth going in for the kiss because she had some friends that had pulled up the same time as we got there. And we wanted to, you know, I I wanted to talk to her a little bit and, and get the timing right on the kiss and her friends completely threw off my timing and we sat there and talked they wouldn't like go inside and you know take the hint that hey we just went out on our second date and i might be trying to go for a goddamn kiss but no they did not get that the her friend actually pulled the age-old trick of hey you got something on your shirt and you know i haven't fallen for that joke since I was in middle school. So I looked down and she got me. She got me with the what's on your shirt uh, game or prank or whatever. And that completely threw me off. They finally ended up going inside and I went for the kiss. It was a good kiss, but it could have been way better. Unfortunately, I have not seen her since then. We talk on the phone quite a bit. She's had a lot of personal things and emergencies and and just drama she's dealing with at this time. Uh, I know what you guys are going to think. Oh, she's, she's, you know, leading you on. She's just, you know, she doesn't want to let you down or tell you the truth. She's not interested. I don't know. See, I, she's a different person. I 
for one, think, in my opinion, she's not putting me off. She's really had a lot of stuff going on. She's got a lot of responsibilities at her position and what she does. And we talk all the time. We, I Listen, I'll admit to you, I most likely probably have been friend-zoned. I'm just telling you. I, I do. I'm not going to fight you on that. Yes, I probably have been friend-zoned. But me going into this whole dating thing, yes, sex, physical part of it relationship wise would be absolutely amazing that would be bonus and if she listens to this podcast i don't want her to think that i'm bad mouthing her i'm not i'm really really not i think she is an amazing person and if it doesn't go any further i would love to be her friend and just hang out with her because she's a good person she knows exactly what I've been through and she's understanding because I told her about me being in the the mental institution and she was completely fine with it. She was actually compassionate about it and and was so cool and and that was nice to meet somebody that was didn't look at it as a bad thing but as just somebody that was going through a tough time and is trying to fix herself. The next woman that I ended up meeting and connecting with on Tinder and let me go back a little bit because this is something I did not mention earlier with the previous two girls is that most of the women that I have met so far had been older than me, uh, three to four years older than me. One of them had been one year older than me, but this was the first female that was actually younger than me. She was actually five years younger than me, which was a surprise. I mean, it's not a lot when you get to that age. And like most of the women that I've met so far on Tinder, she had a kid, which is no problem. Like I said before, it's not a big deal. It really does not bother me. I I have never had kids. I've never been a parent. Yes, I would have liked to have children, but I'm getting to the age where it's too late and irresponsible on my part. But I get along well with kids. Kids, I'm able to break things down and teach them things. My buddy, uh, about a month ago, Howard, who I I was best friends in school with, who played baseball together, he brought over his kids and I taught them how to fish. They had never fished before, and I was able to break things down and show them how to throw an overcast type reel, which is a little bit difficult. It's not like bait casters. You have to know what you're doing. They were scared of the shrimp. I you know, taught them how to put a shrimp on the hook. So yes, I'm good with kids. And since I've been dating and meeting these women, I have not once yet had to meet any of the kids. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that we've only been out on a couple of dates. And and I completely understand that people want to wait and you get to know the real person before you know you bring family members in, especially a daughter or a son. I, I completely get it. But the girl that I'm talking about this time is that she's very, very ambitious. She's going to school. She wants to be an accountant. She has her whole life ahead of her planned out. She's very, very responsible. And that's something that I look for. That's the type of quality that I look for somebody that I'm interested in dating. But she's also working a side job right now, and she does really, really well with it. So she's making money, she's going to school, and she's taking care of her daughter. And and that's all she's really, really been into. Her hobby is, which is great, a bonus for me, is that she loves to bake. She absolutely loves baking. She bakes to relieve stress. She bakes when she's bored because it's, it's a hobby. Um, she's good at cooking other things, but baking is like her specialty. And I'll put her baking up against anybody's right now because 
pretty much everything she's made is goddamn delicious. So the first date that we went out on, she actually was working and met me at the place because on first dates, uh, I don't like meeting there. Picking up is always a little bit more manly. I think it impresses the women more by picking up. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Email me, Tuttle, Tuttle at gmail.com, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com, and let me know what your scenario is how you like to do it. Do you like to pick the woman up or do you like to meet her there? Because I think if you pick her up, there's more of a chance to get a good night kiss when you're meeting someplace, which is understandable. She had to work. So we met uh, at the restaurant that we went to and, and we hung out for a couple of hours. So yeah, I would like to hear what your thoughts are. Do you pick them up or do you meet them? Especially on the first date. The, the first date is understandable that you would not pick them up, but do you like to pick a woman up or meet her at a place? Tuttle at gmail.com. So the first date was amazing. We laughed. I, you know, she liked me a lot. And the one thing is that I did not, I felt bad about this and I want to hear your thoughts as well too on this, but I went up to go use the bathroom, and this is towards the end of the date. I come back, and this girl that I had met paid for the whole meal, paid for the drinks, paid for the appetizers, paid for the entrees. And I felt really, really bad about it, but she explained it to me that I had to drive because I live in one county, she lives in another county, and I probably had to drive a half hour, 40 minutes to go meet her. And she was like, you drove all the way down here to meet me. So I wanted to pay for it. I felt bad because I'm a little old-fashioned. Yes, I don't have a lot of money on me right now, but I'm starting to get more finances my way with the podcast and the YouTube videos and me working on the Jack Classing show now as a co-host, which is a nationally syndicated show. Follow Jack at the Jack Classen on Twitter, and you'll be able to get the links to the show and the downloads and everything you want to know. But I digress. Let's get back to this. I'm old-fashioned, and I expect as a man that I should be paying for the first meal. I know women like equal rights and all that stuff. Yes, they, they can vote now, which I agree with, but... I still think I should have paid for the first meal, but she had already paid for it. So what am I supposed to do? She paid with a card. I didn't want them to come back and have to refund the card because that's a pain in the ass. Now, if she would have paid for cash, I could have seen maybe getting a refund or giving her the money. But she wouldn't even take the money. I tried to give her money and she would not do that. So we had a good time. We left the restaurant. I did not go for a good night kiss. I did get a very nice hug from her. And I will say her ample breasts did rub up against me. And she has very nice breasts. But, and she's going to be listening to this, but I don't think she cares. But yes, the, overall, the first date went really, really well. Couldn't have gone any better. So we made plans for the second date. It was only a couple of days had passed. She pretty much had to work the last couple of days. And so we went out on a date on a Sunday and we decided to go to a movie. She wanted to go to a movie. We've not, uh, she hasn't seen a movie in a really, really long time. If you know me, I see at least two to three movies a week. So I've pretty much seen everything. We went and saw the movie Gretel and Hansel. It was it was okay. It was great. Uh, I was just mostly concerned of, you know, putting my arm around her or, you know, trying to hold her hand and or maybe play the popcorn game. That didn't happen. And I didn't want to disturb her, but she, she has this way of sitting in movie theaters and she gets a little cold and she pulls her legs up and she puts her arms around her legs and she kind of like curls up into a ball, which is really cute and amazing, but it doesn't leave you any opportunity or 
opening to go for a hand or put your arm around her. So my options were kind of cut short. So I really wasn't able to go in for that. We went to the movie and when we ended up getting out of the movie, we went to a pizza place and, and got a couple of slices of pizza and it was a really nice place. And then we went back to her house and she lives with a roommate, and but her roommate was not there at the time. And we decided to sit down and watch a little bit of TV. And, you know, we've been talking for about a week and a half and we both know that we're big, big fans of The Office and Parks and Recreation. And we got to talk and, hey, what's your favorite episode? What's your favorite episode? So we ended up finding the episodes and we watched them, watched a couple of episodes of Parks and Rec, and I went in for it. I ended up putting my arm around her. We watched TV. And then right, I would say maybe five to 10 minutes before I was about to leave, I went in for a kiss. And Unlike the previous girl, there were no distractions or anybody, you know, getting in my way. I went in for the kiss and it was great. It was a great first kiss. You can just tell sometimes when you go for that first kiss. It's like, I can only explain it. I'm a big baseball player and it feels like it's hard to describe, but it's like when you hit the baseball and hit the sweet spot of the bat and it goes flying. It's just that feeling that you get when you hit the ball straight on the goddamn nails and you send it up opposite field into the gap. Now you're probably wondering, hey, could you have gone any further? I don't know. I I don't think I probably could have. I, I have a lot of respect for this new girl that I've been talking to and seeing. So I don't think I would have really went for it all. Yes, I'm not going to be one of those guys that says, oh, I wouldn't have. If she would have been interested in having sex with me, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I'll admit to you. I probably Probably would have because this woman is absolutely amazing. She is very, very attractive, but she has one of the best personalities that I have seen or met in a person in a really, really long time. After the second date, there was kind of a little bit of a layoff. It wasn't because she didn't want to hang out or I didn't want to hang out. It was because she got put on the schedule. She had a lot of people that she works with that could not work. So she had to work a couple of doubles and was busy for about four days in a row so we had not seen each other now this is where i would have loved your advice at the time i wish that i had full access to be able to put up a poll and get your reaction so you could tell me what i should do like I said, I've not seen her in about four or five days, but we still talk on the phone all the time. And I knew that she was having car problems. She has a really brand new car, but you know, this car for some reason is breaking down a lot and she's having problems with it. So she had to get somebody to give her a ride to work, but she did not have a way to get home that night. And she lives probably about 25 to 30 minutes away from where she lives. So I had this idea. I did not tell her I was going to do this. I thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to surprise her without her asking me. I'm going to go to her work. I'm going to pick her up, give her a ride home, and I'll leave. Like, she is usually tired when she gets done with work. So I wasn't, like, using it as an excuse to hang out with her or try to get lucky. I just wanted to be nice, pick her up from work, bring her home, talk maybe a couple of minutes, and then get the hell out of there. That's That was my whole plan. So I showed up to her work, and I saw her, and I'll admit she was a little shocked that I showed up. I don't think she thought it was weird or, hey, why is this creep at my work? Why is he coming to pick me up? She was just kind of 
caught off guard by the whole situation. So what I did was I could tell that she was kind of put off. So I just walked out to the car, sat out in my car. I texted her. I said, I probably should have told you that I was going to come do this, but I just wanted to surprise you so you didn't have to get an Uber or ride the bus home. And it would have taken forever because, you know, if you live 30 minutes away and you're taking the bus, you're talking about an hour and a half, maybe more type of trip. So I told her, no hurry. Take your time. I'm going to be out in the car. If you want a ride home, I will wait and bring you home. It's no problem at all. So she texted me back. Yes, I got a little bit of work I got to do, but I'll be out ASAP. And so she ended up coming out. I didn't have to wait too long. She she got in the car and she was not mad. She was like, she admitted she was a little caught off guard by me just showing up, but it wasn't because it weirded her out. She was just shocked because she's not used to people doing nice things for her. And what I had also did, I talked to one of my friends. You probably know who that friend is if you know who I am. And he gave me the suggestion, hey, you got a couple of bucks on you? Stop by someplace, get her a flower. It doesn't have to be a expensive flower or anything nice. Just get her something because it shows that you're being thoughtful, you care, and it's just an added little bit of touch on top of you picking her up. Well, unfortunately, most places were closed at the time. The only place I could find that was open was a 7-Eleven. And usually I thought 7-Eleven has at least cheap roses or cheap flowers or something like that that you can get. Well, the only thing that this 7-Eleven had was a cheap, fake plastic plant. I mean, it was a good-looking plastic plant. It just was fake. So I was like, all right, I had to bring something. So I got the fake plant, brought it. So when she got in the car, we talked a little bit. You know, we 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 got it out of the way. She was okay with me picking her up. She was really happy. She thought it was sweet and really, really nice. So I gave her the plastic plant, which it went over really, really well. I was shocked on how well the plastic plant went over. And she explained to me that she's not very good or does not have a green thumb. And she was like, it's pretty. It's it's a cool looking plant, but I don't have to worry about killing this. She loved it. So I end up giving her a ride home. Like I said, it's like a 30 to 45 minute ride. But the conversation was great. She told me about her day. She had a good day at work. She thought it was sweet that I picked her up. Like, she wasn't used to people doing nice things like that out of the blue. So it worked out well. I took a big chance by doing that, by going and picking her up. Because we'd only been talking for two weeks. I had, we'd only gone out on two dates, but she did at the same time tell me where she worked. So it's not like I had to stalk her or find out where she worked. She had offered up that information. So that's what made me feel like I was in the good. Things have been going really, really well with me and the last girl that I talked about. I'm still hanging out and talking to the nurse every once in a while, but we've no, we've not seen each other since that second day of us hanging out. I just feel like the current girl that that I picked up from work, went to the movie with, went to the restaurant with, is the girl that I really, really want to be talking to because I feel like she's way more interested in, in me. And she's a great girl. Like, very, very knockout attractive. Like, I outkicked my coverage on this one. Like, she is hot. We do have a date on the books. We are going to see each other again, and, and I'm getting along with her really, really well. But like I said, I just want to give you a little brief oral history of 
my dating since I've been off the air and I've been off the medication and been interested in women. Once again, it's gone pretty well for me so far. You know, like if none of them work out, at least I've met some really cool people that I can call friends. Well, I need to wrap up today's podcast. I want to thank everybody that's listened to today's show. On the next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit more about my dating life because I have recently met a crazy but intriguing Puerto Rican. I've never dated a Spanish woman before, and I am very, very interested in this woman. She has a lot of great things going on for her. She's almost a lawyer. She's about to pass the bar, and she permanently lives here in the United States now. All of her family is from Puerto Rico, but she has what you could say maybe the stereotypical Puerto Rican features because, my God, this might be too much ass for me. I uh, She gave me her Facebook page, and I checked out all the, the, the pictures, and the ass might be too much for me to handle. I'll discuss all that on tomorrow's podcast. Let me get my plugs out of the way. You can email me, Tuttle, Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. There are two websites that you need to go to, Tuttle.net, T-U-D-D-L-E.net, or Tuttle. TV.com. TuttleTV.com will give you a direct portal to any of the multimedia that I've done so far. I just talked to the guy that created Tuttle.net for me and we're going to redesign that. I basically want it to be a splash page or a jump off page where I can give you that website Tuttle.net and it'll give you all of the links where you can find me, all my social media, my YouTube page, my podcast page, everything Tuttle will be found on Tuttle.net in the next week or two. All right, guys. So you need on social media, go to Twitter.com slash Tuttle, Facebook.com slash Tuttle, Instagram.com slash Tuttle, and YouTube.com slash Tuttle. You can find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I don't know that off the top of my head. Just search Tuttle. Uh, you can go to Reddit. I'm on Reddit. I'm trying to get started on that so I can start posting subreddits so you guys will be able to, you know, get in and discuss anything Tuttle, my YouTube page and podcast. That's where I want that to be. And you can also find me on TikTok. Search, uh, it's tiktok.com slash at Tuttle on the radio. I really, really appreciate Everybody that is supporting me, listening to all the content I put out, make sure if you want to, I'm wanting to keep all my content free, but if you want to like help out the cause and donate because I'm going to take any money that I get and reinvest it into equipment so I can give you better quality content. Guys, I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow.